The importance of good role models is illustrated by the way that in our immediate families, no matter how lovely our children may be, they will always grow up to develop many of our bad habits and annoying character traits, no matter how hard we try to stop them. But thankfully, because of God's grace, they also develop many of the positive things about us too. And it shows that as a family grows, our characters rub off on each other. Family, whether church family or our immediate family, is about living together and loving together. And Paul knows that. And it's why in our verses today, he addresses the importance of godly role models. He says this in verse 17, Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters. And just as you have us as a model, keep your eyes on those who live as we do. Now he says this because God's commission to the church is to share the gospel. And the way we do that is we share the gospel by sharing our lives and our loves and our great gospel message with those around us. And as we do so, well, the gospel is rubbing us, uh, rubbing off us onto one another and those around us. It's something that is both wonderful and scary. It's wonderful because there's a positive impact of seeing godly men and women being godly role models to younger Christians. We can all think of who those people are and have been for each of us. They've been men or women who have shaped our quiet times, who have taught us how to take the hits and show love in return, who have explained God's word to us and who have loved those around them with a firm confidence in their own identity in Christ. And their godliness has made us want to be like them. The truth is that each time we think of them, we thank God for them. And we ask God to make us more like them. It's what Paul encourages his readers to do in verse 17. And yet God's choice to use the church, to grow the church, is also scary. That's why Paul also warns his readers about imitating the wrong role models. In the middle section of our verses today, he warns of the danger of Christians amongst them who glory, in other words, find their significance and self-esteem in shameful acts, in gluttony, in a worldly mindset. These people have lost the plot and they've forgotten the eternal goal that Christ has in store for them. But Paul ends these verses on what seems to be the antidote to being pulled away from Christ by this poor Christian example. In verse 20, Paul reminds his readers of their eternal destiny, of their eternal citizenship, and he encourages them to live in the light of that destiny, because as we wait for Jesus, it's his power at work in this world through the church. It's his power that is at work through the humble example of godly men and women who serve him. And Jesus will bring everything under his control, and his power will transform us both daily and on the day when he returns. That hope and certainty is the foundation on which a godly example is built. And I hope it encourages us to think how we might invest our lives in the church to which Christ has called us, our church. And I hope it encourages us to strive for godliness, to model godly life to others, and to keep our eyes on our eternal citizenship whilst we wait for Jesus to bring us home.